What is up, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of The Tea with Tina. Today, I will be taking a little break from health and fitness stuff, and we're going to be talking about some true crime. I love my murder, true crime stories. Um, We're going to be talking about Gypsy Rose. Um, We also got shut on lockdown again (laughs) here in Pennsylvania. Um, I do want to chat about that for a little bit and mindset and everything. But without further ado, let's get started. All right, guys. So as I mentioned today, we will be talking about the story of Gypsy Rose. Um, If you have not heard this already, there's actually a series, well, a short series, mini series on Hulu about the story of Gypsy Rose. It's really well done. Um, It's really good. And it really shows you everything that was kind of going on. I will be talking a lot about everything that went on. Um, with Gypsy and where she's at now and you know all the details but yeah the, the show definitely goes a little bit more in depth with certain events um, and it's really quite disturbing when you see it visually as opposed to act, like hearing it um, so I definitely recommend you check that out if you do um, stream Hulu but as I mentioned also we are in lockdown again um, with about a week and a half maybe if that two weeks to Christmas and New Year's and we got put on lockdown. I knew it was going to happen just because cases have been getting out of control here lately. A couple thousand cases every single day it seems like. Um, My theory on that political opinions aside is I mean people are going to commune and gather no matter what. I don't think you can really stop them, um, especially this time of year if they want to see their family. As hard as it is to do the video chatting and whatnot, like people still want to gather. Um, I'm guilty of it in some instances too. I try to do my best to wear my mask when I can and socially distance and not touch my face um, without washing my hands and everything like that. Um, But yeah, it's tough. More and more people that I'm close to are actually getting it. Um, So I knew it was bound to happen. I wish that small businesses were getting more support during this time. I don't think it's fair that it seems like some businesses are allowed to stay open and some aren't. It's a it's a terrible situation right now, especially around the holidays when a lot of these businesses, that's when they make money. I mean, I'm at a gym and our New Year's rush is going to be delayed effectively because we're supposedly supposed to end this lockdown January 4th. However, again, I'm mentally preparing myself for it not um, being January 4th. I'm mentally preparing for it to be a longer shutdown. So that's my thoughts on that um it's been tough lately i'm sure for all of us we are all exhausted mentally and physically just from you know adapting and trying to make ends meet and you know it's not like you can just go out of your house and do anything anymore anyway um all this year if i've tried to go to parks they've been slammed with people and i'm sorry i just i don't like people normally (laughs) out in public and it's a pain in the ass to try to like walk when you have like 40 people on a walking trail it's ridiculous plus all these people in the summertime weren't wearing masks and there were parks with 
grills and and barbecues going on and and people were playing volleyball and like there was just too many people there it was ridiculous um you can't go really anywhere and for us now we can't really leave the state without it being a hassle it's not like there's someone at the border that's like hey can you take this test but um if you do leave the state and come back in you are supposed to get a negative coronavirus test so it's one of those things it's like, <laughs> I don't want to leave my house, mainly just because there's nothing to do. Um, it sucks. So <laughs> we will make it through this. We Our society has made it through much, much worse. Um, but it just, it sucks right now. So to get our minds off that a little bit, that's why I wanted to talk about this. Because I love my kind of mystery slash... Um, God, it's not like a murder mystery because we know what happens with this murder. But I guess I just I love those kind of like crime stories, the true crime stories. Um, They really make me happy. I'm not a psychopath, I promise. But we're going to talk about it. So the story of Gypsy Rose. If you haven't heard about this or the details about it, it's a good story. Well, it's not a story. It's real, but it's, it's good. So basically... Gypsy Rose was a girl who had a mom, and her name was Dee Dee, Dee Dee Blanchard. And they believe that Dee Dee Blanchard suffered from Munchausen syndrome by proxy, which is pretty much where caregivers will purposely make their children um, or people they're taking care of, sometimes elderly people, ill um, so that they can feel like they're needed and they need someone to care for them. Um, and that's exactly what happened to Gypsy Rose. Um, if you On the outside, it looked like she had a crippled daughter. And a lot of the times, Dee Dee was praised for being an amazing caretaker. Like, I want you to think of the book um, slash movie Misery. It's, it's very similar to that. The writer who crashes and the woman takes him in and she does not want him to leave. So she'll like break his legs, but she'll also bring him soup and care for him. And be like, oh, poor baby. You know, you're so sick. It's pretty psychotic when you think about it. So um, Gypsy Rose was born in 1991. And it seems like practically out of the womb that she already had all these issues her mother first started off by saying that she had sleep apnea okay so that's that's fine whatever but when gypsy was eight Dee Dee said that she had leukemia and muscular dystrophy so she needed a wheelchair and a feeding tube that's a pretty bold claim to make i don't know how anybody could get in get away with like saying someone has leukemia and putting them in a wheelchair um and a feeding tube oh my god i go into the doctors and i'm like i have cramps my period's bad and the doctors are like yeah it's just a stomach ache you're fine so let alone trying to claim leukemia maybe it's that bold of a choice that they're just like whoa we're not even gonna question it kind of thing i don't know Again, the show on Hulu kind of gets a little bit into more of, like, how deceptive Dee Dee was. And it kind of goes into her backstory of when she was younger and things like that. Um, I don't know how much of it's actually based off of research, although the story is pretty accurate. Um, some of it may be also, like, kind of more assumptions. So, but it, it is really good. Uh, but getting back to it, she's in a wheelchair, she's in a feeding tube. 
Gypsy would later um, be classified as having seizures, asthma, hearing, and visual impairments. So this girl has a lot of things going on. Um, Because of Gypsy's illnesses, quote-unquote, she was prescribed many different medications. Um, She actually even got a breathing machine uh, because of her sleep apnea. And it even got to the point where she went through multiple surgeries, including procedures on her eyes, and she got removal of her salivary glands. Gypsy's teeth ended up rotting, as you could probably imagine, because a combination of things. One, she was probably malnourished from this feeding tube that she didn't need. Two, she was on a ton of different medications, and some medications actually do cause nutrient deficiencies or just weird side effects in general, and who knows what happens when you combine some that aren't meant to be combined. And she's missing her salivary glands. So she's not, um, she has dry mouth all the time, which you're prone to getting cavities if you have dry mouth. Um, And on top of all that, she probably just got some neglect of brushing those teeth in general, But um, they did end up, unfortunately, getting all pulled out, and she has fake ones now. So, Gypsy is not in a good spot. I mean, losing all your teeth, having a feeding tube, being bound to a wheelchair when you can walk on top of all these other things, it's, it's sad. It really is sad. But her mother loved it. Her mother was like, wow, I'm such a good caretaker. Now... It's important to remember that Gypsy did not have any of these ailments. No cancer, like I was saying, no need for the wheelchair, but she absolutely looked the part. Her mom, as you may see if you look up pictures of them together, would shave her head to make her look the part even more. She dressed her up in kids' clothes, um, all these different things. Kind of, She would even sometimes drug her up to make her act a certain way. Um, sometimes she would say that she's slow, um, or mentally retarded, and she would give her medications to kind of drowse her up to make her seem like she's not coherent. Now, Gypsy did go to the doctors pretty regularly, and she got testing done for her illnesses, and a lot of the time the results would be inconclusive. Um, if a doctor ever questioned Dee Dee's ways, she would find a new doctor. I have no idea, again, how she got away with this. I really don't. She had to have been very sly and know what she was talking about. But I would believe also that it's probably hard to look at someone like Gypsy and say that you don't have cancer, you're faking it, especially when she looked the part. I mean, she was pale, she was frail, Um, the malnourishment going as far as to actually getting a feeding tube inserted in you it's one of those things it's like I don't know if that was me in that position I'd probably have my doubts but you're looking at that person and you're like man they must have something so it really takes a strong person to be able to stand up against that and question it especially professionally too because you would not want to offend anybody um you know what I mean so On top of that, her mother was just very charming in general. She was kind of that sweet Southern Belle attitude, um, a homemaker, and she also had some knowledge in nursing. So she could actually very accurately describe the symptoms of any of the diseases that Gypsy supposedly had and often would fake doctors' medical prescriptions for her. Um, 
among other things, would steal, you know, steal the little prescription papers, write out that she needed certain things, and she'd get away with it. And she wouldn't even let Gypsy talk at doctor's appointments, especially as she got older. She'd often drug her so she couldn't fight back. Um, Again, she'd get really drowsy so she couldn't really talk at the appointments. Now, you must be wondering, where the heck is Dee Dee's father at? She has to have a father, right? Well, she does. Um, He's been out of the picture for a while. Um, I think they just, Dee Dee and the father just didn't get along. And I'm sure part of it is probably the Munchausen syndrome by proxy. Um, The fact that she wants to be the sole caretaker kind of thing. But yeah, they didn't get along. But she never really let him see their baby. He saw her in the earlier years. But once she started to get older and he began to question like the wheelchair, blah, blah, blah. She took she took uh, Gypsy away. Um, but as far as Rod Blanchard knows, he was told that Gypsy has a chromosomal disorder that led to a ton of different health issues. And that's why she has all these health issues. So that's what he's aware of. So he knows something is wrong, but he didn't get the full story. So I'd imagine that he's a little bit suspicious. And um, as you'll kind of later find out, Rod is definitely a big advocate for Gypsy in general. Um, So he knows that something's up, but he doesn't really necessarily know what to do. And it even gets to the point where Dee Dee's family, her close family, got suspicious about what's going on with Gypsy. This is kind of getting ridiculous. So guess what? She just packs up and she moves away. Perfect timing, seemingly. Okay. Hurricane Katrina happens. So it's 2005. This is when she picks up and moves away. Dee Dee claims to be a victim of Hurricane Katrina. So that's why her and Gypsy um, receive assistance to relocate from where they were at in Louisiana to Missouri, 2005. She claims that all of Gypsy's medical records were lost in the hurricane. So her paper trail was essentially destroyed. So all this evidence, all this documentation gone. Dee Dee basically has a fresh start with this. And she can just use it as an excuse and keep falling back and like doctors are just pretty much they're gonna believe they're gonna believe her at this point i mean gypsy looks the part she acts the part she has a mom who's very good at convincing it's just it's it's bound to happen now in 2008 um kind of as a continuation of the hurricane katrina the duo moved into a home built by habitat for humanity in missouri um, it was the infamous pink house with the wheelchair ramp, and Dee Dee actually took advantage of the charity-sponsored events and going to places like Disney World. These are the things that really sick kids get to do because they normally won't be able to do it because they don't have long to live or they have um, maybe so many disabilities that it's hard for them to do it regularly. So Dee Dee literally took advantage of all these, you know, like the the Make a Wish Foundation, the um, getting featured on the news, going different places, even just small things when you're at the mall and like someone sees you in a wheelchair, so they're gonna let you jump to the front of the line. Dee Dee really took advantage of it, um, and again, that's another thing that you would see in the show. And here's the thing, though. You keep doing this, you're bound to get caught eventually, right? Well, eventually one doctor did catch what was going on. Um, I believe this doctor is anonymous at this point, 
But what was happening, they didn't want to jump to conclusions. You know, they kind of saw what was happening, but it's like, oh, that's a can of worms to open, you know. Um, I guess eventually they did mention something because two caseworkers actually visited their home. Um, unfortunately, Dee Dee was successful at convincing them that nothing was wrong. Again, this is really showcased well in the show. Um, it's very sad when you see it. Now, Gypsy was getting older. She was getting into her teenage years, and Dee Dee began to lie about Gypsy's age to make her appear younger, and so she could still have control over her as well as get, you know, certain benefits. Um, because when you're younger, you get treated differently. You often, you know, you don't have as much free will, and she literally lied. She literally changed the date on her birth certificate, and again, she can claim that got destroyed in Hurricane Katrina, remember? So, it's it's bad. In 2011, okay, Gypsy's older now. She is an adult. She's 19 at this point. Gypsy tried to run away. So, she met a man at one of the sci-fi conventions, but Dee Dee actually ended up tracking him down and convinced him that she was a minor. So, she scared the poor guy off, but she was really actually 19. Things got worse for Gypsy, and Dee Dee allegedly smashed her computer any access to the outside world, and even denied her food sometimes. I guess her thought process was that Dee Dee wanted Gypsy to be weak, so she couldn't do anything. But eventually, one way or another, in the show, um, Gypsy was actually, like, sneaking on her mother's laptop and phone, or she went to the, to the mall and bought her own phone, kind of like a pay-as-you-go, and Gypsy was able to get back online. She joined a Christian dating site where she met Nick Godjohn. I think I'm pronouncing that right, Godjohn. <laughs> and she spilled all the dirty secrets about what had been going on. And I mean, I can only imagine, picture that you only pretty much know your mom your whole life. You don't really have any friends and you have this thing going on and you know it's wrong, but you don't really know what to do about it. I mean, I'm sure the first person that you find, you're going to spill all the beans to. And so she goes to the extreme and she asks him to kill Dee Dee so they could be together. Um, in June of 2015, he did come to the house and he stabbed Dee Dee while Gypsy waited, ears covered, in the bathroom. Again, the Hulu show really depicts this very detailed. It really develops um, their relationship together. Um, I believe Nick was actually, he actually had something wrong with him. I'm not 100% sure what it was, um, but when he was tried in court, they did say he had some sort of, like, mental issue. He wasn't, like, 100% all there. Um, but it really does develop the relationship and the, the points kind of leading up to, um, Dee Dee's murder. And again, it's it's pretty it's pretty interesting to watch, but they they fled and they actually went back to Go John's home of Wisconsin, living with his parents, and they were eventually found by the police. Um, Gypsy did leave some messages on her Facebook wall. She actually left two of them that said that bitch is dead. And again, it kind of sounds like wow, that's obvious. Why would you do that? That's probably one of the reasons the police found them. 
Um, but also later on in an interview, Gypsy said that she wanted her mother's body to be found. So it was one of those things where she didn't really know what to do. She felt like she had no way out. The only way out was to kill her mother because she was afraid if she left, her mother would probably kill her. So that's where this case gets iffy. Do you believe that Gypsy was a good person and she was just trying to escape and she had no choice? Or is Gypsy a murderer? Well, in court, she ended up getting sentenced to 10 years in prison. So she's actually eligible for parole in 2024. That is coming up. And uh, Gojon got life in prison. Later on, also in an interview, it's really sad. Gypsy said that she believed she had leukemia. She really believed that out of everything, like she she feared for her life. I mean, her mom had her convinced. I mean, if that's what you grow up knowing and you don't have anybody to tell you otherwise, and you're going to the doctors, that's all she she believed. What do I believe? I I believe Gypsy had to do what she had to do. If I was in that situation, I don't know if I would have done much much differently i mean like i said if you feel like your life is threatened she did try to run away once and she got caught so she's like well i guess the only option is this and i mean when you have that childlike mindset and you don't she didn't go to school you don't have things like the the proper knowledge you're not going to be like i'm going to go to the police or i'm just going to tell this person this person will trust me I mean, you're a random stranger who goes to say this girl is senile and i'm going to take her back to her mom she doesn't know what she's talking about So there's a lot of fears that probably ran through her head. I could only imagine. The good news is, again, it's sad, but Gypsy says that she has more freedom in prison now than she did at home. Um, I'm not sure if they're still together, but I remember hearing about a year or two ago that Gypsy actually did get engaged in prison. She met someone. Obviously, it's not Nick, but it was someone else. And the fact that she, I mean, she has her hair, her hair grew back. She does her makeup. Like, she's healthier now. It's it's wild to me that this woman, you know, came out of this kind of better. And her dad is still fighting for her. Her dad believes she should be freed. Um, and I do agree with it. I mean, it's a, a shame that Dee Dee had to be murdered. I mean, obviously, she could have probably gotten some mental help. But she was putting this girl's life at risk. I mean, there's so many times that she could have died and she ruined her quality of life. So it's one of those things. But that is the story of Gypsy Rose. Um, Again, the Hulu show goes into a ton of detail. There's a couple different episodes there for you. But I just thought this concept was really interesting. Um... Again, I love the murder mysteries and, like, the the criminal stories. So let me know if you'd like this, if you want to hear more. Because, I mean, I know a lot of my girls love to listen to, like, true crime. And I love my true crime, too. Um, so I could always just chat a little bit about that. And for any of my PA folk, um, we're on lockdown. I know not as many businesses are complying a lot of the small businesses are kind of fighting back which is kind of interesting to see and i don't think anybody's necessarily like finding them or anything like that but you know we'll get through this we'll get through the holidays unfortunately this lockdown goes into 2021 so can't have the best start to 2021 um but you know things will get better just because it's a new year doesn't necessarily mean a fresh start um with that New Year's resolutioners, um, I can, I challenge you to kind of think about 
just think about what goals you want a mindset you want going into 2021 and it doesn't have to be i want to lose weight or like nothing fitness related you know it could be more general like if you want your mental health to be better um you want to spend more time with your family whether that be through video chat um or in person you want to be healthier for yourself to strengthen your immune system and just feel better and be better um Try not to think that just because January 1st happens that you have to start your journey. You can start today. Um, It's nice to think that it's a fresh start, just like how Monday kind of feels like a new week. Um, But, you know, don't completely rely on that. Use it as some motivation, but don't burn out by, you know, February 1st. Um, You know, go at it slow. Stay motivated. Stay strong. Do what you need to do. I'm here if you need to chat or rant or vent, whatever. Um, But until next time, guys, have a great rest of your week. Thanks for chatting.